0: Welcome, you're listening to and watching Radio Radio Australia. My name is Geoffrey Shaw. Um, my co host is just sitting below me. Her name is Julia Chai. And below her again is our guest, all the way from Lithuania. Um, okay. It's not for me, it's um, Julia has organized this wonderful, spectacular woman to come and give us a talk. And it's all about detox, stress, and relationships. Of course, uh, we just had a bit of a glitch with the computer, so obviously we we could be talking about the relationship with computers. But having said that, uh, I pass it on to my co-host and um, Julie. All yours, Julie.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Ray. Welcome to Radio FM eighty eight and Dreaming the New Dream, where we meet once a week once a week on Thursdays to inspire and sh- shine the torch on people who are dreaming the dream and living. Living the dream and doing things differently. So today our guest is Ray Kersite, all the way from the capital city of Lithuania. Welcome, Ray.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Right.
1: So it's a good to good to see you. And as a bit of a background, Ray and I uh, both had the great fortune to spend the whole of January, and Ray spent a lot more of that in Vietnam this year at the one of the um, greatest uh, hotels you can go to if you want to go for a wellness and a beautiful experience in nature and Ray Kersait really impressed me with the work that she was doing there so I've invited her onto the show to share some of the insights that you can get from someone who's grown up in Lithuania, studied in London, (laughs) worked internationally. (laughs) I think you've been in Mexico before I'd I, I I was working with you as a colleague in Vietnam. So tell us a bit about yourself, Ray.
2: Oh, um, well, I grew up in Lithuania. Um, my mom took me out of here when I was left. Um, I didn't want to go anywhere because it was a precious childhood. You know, we had a lot of nature. We still have a lot of nature, which is, I think, part of the reason why I'm back here you know apart from my family but we just live very close to it you know we go to forests we we go to the lakes we spend the whole summer outside you know and everyone most people have a summer house somewhere so yeah it's it's a big love of mine and then afterwards um I moved to London where i discovered a lot of things it was you know it was a great experience to to actually spend my teen years and part of my adulthood in in london which you know turned out to be the bigger part of my of my life so it was very formative you know and all the things that we have available there culturally and otherwise are just you know amazing after a while you know the the natural side of me really took control. To be real, um, and I wanted to to go somewhere and just you know be close to nature, which is why I went to Mexico. Just very literature yeah, and how diverse it is and all the different ways to. Um, I really wanted to discover, you know that part of my quest has been actually just going around the world and learning about all the different cultures and what they use in order to overcome different ailments and all the different, you know, different things, talking about physical things then talking about psychology, talking about spirituality. So my journey has been very, very diverse. and yeah now now i'm here taking a rest before i move to caribbean which i'm very excited about being close to the states close to canada close to mexico again and you know in the sun now it's winter time here so yeah I'm really feeling cold now but it's nice to enjoy the season sometimes as well so yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, before I sort of go on to the work side, I just really want to ask, um, do you have reindeer up there? (laughs) I do have elk. Elk (laughs) Actually, we do.
2: We have everything. It's very cold, you know. We even have bears wandering in from Belarus from time to time. I saw a wolf last year, which was... Phenomenal, so beautiful. So, there is, you know, there's beauty in cold and and in having these kind of, some people would say, like harsh conditions, because we learn to adapt and we learn to actually see the beauty in, in the hardships and what we can learn from them. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to spending the next the one in the Caribbean. Is- because that
1: definitely, oh, for sure. So where in the Caribbean will you be working? And you you know, you are a health program designer and you've done acupuncture and herbals. You work with nature. So tell us about this new assignment, work assignment that you're moving to. Mm -hmm. So
2: um, I was in Vietnam uh, as a health program designer. And I was there for I was supposed to be there for a longer time, but due to the current global situation, I ended up some, so I just spent five months there. Um, but I had I had a really great time. I I loved Vietnam. It was a very rich experience, and you know the people I met there, including you, Julia. You know all the beautiful times that we had. Um, uh, yeah, I made I made really good connections and in the end now the Caribbean is uh a continuation. I'll be working with the same company with a mom. Um and they've invited me over to the Caribbean. So I'll be doing the same thing, but just in a different location, which I'm very happy about.
1: Oh, that's lovely. All right. Just a quick hello to our listeners, Elizabeth. Hello, welcome to the show, Tom Davison. Who's asking do you have platypus (laughs) that's because he's so proud to have platypus in his local creek (laughs) that's a bit of australian one-up machine i believe (laughs) (laughs) yes but it's wonderful to have you on the show tom and elizabeth so ray hey um you you know you talked talked about um even in adversity and hardship being able to appreciate and, and um, probably sort of find the core and the gem. When you are working mm-hmm. with lots of patients, you obviously see them coming in from all walks walks of life. What kind of, um, you know, over the time that you've been working, what do you think are the main afflictions that are, that, um, are creating, causing humans to be sick or need to go on a healing journey?
2: hmm that's a that's a very very good and broad question um i think it just comes the basics you know what do we need we need air we need food we need water and you know social things as well social life is very important especially that you know we're seeing so many changes in the way that we operate in the world it's it's causing a lot of people to really have a little aside and you know come face to face with the life that they have created, you know. So um, my foundation when I work with clients is you diet because there's a lot of a lot of things that little things as well, you know, that, that we can change in those to really empower us to feel better and and to be the best versions of ourselves, you know? So when it comes to diet, you know, it's, it's important that we're getting a lot of live food, you know, and we're eliminating anything that is killing us, basically, just taking away our longevity. And um, in terms of breathing as well, actually, that's, well, that's one of my key practices. Um, I like to Drinking water and meditating. So, what I like to do is just literally just detox the body first thing in the morning, you know, having a calm and peaceful mind. I'm not sure. Oh, we're connecting okay because. Yeah, the audio is
0: coming
2: through. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Your face um, so might be your audio is coming through, it's sometimes you're, yeah. you might um, freeze a bit, but your audio is coming
2: through loud and clear.
0: Okay, good, mm. um, it might just be
2: me. Um, yeah, so um, regarding breathing, you know, it's very common for people to just have a shallow breath, you know, and just observe yourself right now, how are you breathing? And it's that common pattern that we have that's kind of like automated. And in order to reprogram that, I do breathing practices basically a day. You know, so it's just in the little things and the basics that we we include into our day-to-day life, you know. It's not, it's, I mean, in the end, it's, it's a complex thing, but where do we start? It's not about... Kind of overturning our whole life and and making a change overnight it's it's about it's a journey you know it's the step by step which in a very very long journey you know now I'm very happy with my health but I've struggled a lot as well you know and I've worked with you know diet immensely I've tried every diet there is on the planet um and you know, I've worked with all different kinds of herbs and, and therapy and what have you, you know. I've explored everything, you know, trying to cure myself. And finally, it all comes down to the, to the way our body's functioning, you know. So the primary thing is the physical body. Do we have, you know, the digestion? Are we eating the proper foods? Are we assimilating everything? Um, are we excreting everything? You know, um, are we going to the toilet once a day, every day at least? You know, because if we're not, then we backlog in our system. You know, we have toxins that are continuing to circulate through our system. You know, and when we have that, is our lymphatic system working? Is our liver working? So, it's you know, the physical body is just a vessel for us to do greater things. So once we fix the physical body then we can have, you know, better relationships and then we can have the space to be able to, um, yeah, achieve our higher, you know, do great things. Okay, so I think so, I'm getting the... You know, to, to, to sum it all up, it's, it's, it's a whole, you know, big picture, but where do we start? That is the key because, you know, it's important to to be on this journey and to go finding the right, you know, it's like, imagine like a knot. If you don't find the right place where to untie it, you're just going to be going around in circles. So the key is finding the root cause of what is happening, you know, and not everybody can find it, you know. Sometimes you go to the doctor and you have like some kind of, um ailment let's say acne and they give you a lot of you know medication they give you um, some creams they give you antibiotics all of that but you know you're damaging the, the gut you're damaging the microbiome so there's no bigger picture sometimes that's you know being considered so we have to be very mindful about how we treat people
0: because the key to medicine is not doing more damage. Hey, um, you've got a really good blog. I was so fascinated with it. And um, you talked about...
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: I'm just bringing everybody to that particular website of yours. I was really taken by the words you said, because I could really resonate with what was said in that little story there about you meeting... This uh, gentleman who took a breath before he spoke, and then how you went in sync with them. Um, and you found a quite a, an amazing. Yeah, I think you, you must have had an epiphany of him. Is it really quite?
2: Um, sorry, Jeff, uh, if I could just interrupt you for one second, um, I will try to connect to my phone. Rather than the Wi-Fi, and I think it will have a better, mm. better
1: okay. So That's you've what? done breath work as well, Jeff? Just one second.
0: It's um, people like you who do tubeong, do not you?
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are doing Wim Hof at the moment, you know, the they sort of breathe out for the count of seven, wait for the breath to come in. But yes, generally, generally, um, the short breath is is the leading cause of like eighty percent of diseases, really.
0: I know in the surf club we used to do um, a run, swim, run. We had to do it in fifteen minutes. Mm. You know, so you're running down the beach to a certain marker point, and then you go around that, and then you swim out, in you know, three hundred meters, and you go around the boys, and then you've got to come back and then race back in. So um, that really you started breathing pretty deep.
1: Yes, yeah, because you have know. to run fast. Yeah.
0: And then here she goes. She's just gonna. Sorry now, but um, you know what I found?
1: Um, Hi, I'm back.
0: Yeah, your yeah, audio is really good. But um, I found um, I found singing your own name was very, very powerful.
1: But you've got a very short name. Do so like, oh, yeah. do do the whole like <laughs> Jeff oh, Jeffree Free. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. an out breath.
0: It's like I'm doing a tone, and I, and yeah. you say so you play with it, you just keep playing with it. And so the breath is—I found the breath is very, very important. And I know talking to the surf lifesavers, you know, the boys, I said, "God, we used to do them runs, swim runs, you know." And I—I've learned don't have to do that. Just—just sing your name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's empowering you, isn't it? Yeah.
1: All right. So We got it back. Great. So back to you and the story about the breath on your blog. Meeting somebody and synchronising with the breath—was that it?
2: Just—just just about what Jeff said about your name it's it's so important actually what you just mentioned thank you for for saying that because it's like so many like their name or or they listen to their own recording and they don't like their voice you know and it's just it's just so vital for us to be you know in tune with ourselves and really know who we are and to learn to love ourselves, you know, sometimes we struggle with that a lot. You know, we have to go through a certain journey or to overcome that. But
1: yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, it's me. actually true. I've been on that one because <laughs> <laughs> I've got used to my own voice. But I guess it's it's the mismatch between who you think you are and the physical world reflecting your voice back to you and you'd like to pretend that actually is not what you sound like but you do i mean then you'd kind of
0: <laughs> more of an issue because they've got their maiden name they're born with and then they take yeah the, the husband's name depending on your country or you pick the double barrel name and so you start bringing a whole new dynamics into your mindset don't you? then you Both in your muscles i mean when you do muscle testing and you you're saying are you ray you know it's pretty strong you say are you jeff It's going to come straight down muscles saying no my empowerment is right so mm-hmm. you start adding all of the other names that you've been given mm. as a woman i mean you really have to embrace it
1: yeah what what do they do in lithuania ray do they um what's the traditional method or custom there Traditional medicine. No, no, in terms of the names, does does the when, when a woman gets married, does she um, take on the the, uh, uh, the the partner's name or does she keep her name? Here we go. So this is this is actually quite unique in our culture. Um,
2: so basically um, the man of my dad, his name was Curses, my name is Cursite, my mother is Cursing which is oh, right. you know it's just it's huge it's, it's a huge difference you know so the children have um, the girls have a different ending the boys have the same name as the father and then the mother or the wife um changes her name um it's, it's basically just like a longer version to to that she's married so for example the the ite uh so in I'm going to speak Norwegian um, phonetically. So either or Aite, um, these are girls' names, but then Iene, or now they've modernised it and just allowed to, to just put an E at the end. Um, that signifies that a woman is married. So a man gets to keep his name no matter, you know, whether he's married or divorced or whatever.
0: Breathing and singing your name would have some power to it,
1: Yeah. And what are what are you mentioned the toxins? What are the toxins that we eat that we should be aware of that we should um, that it, that might be um not just blocking oh us, <laughs> you know, apart from sort of microplastics, which I think we're all aware of now, thanks to Greta Thunberg. Chinese,
2: yeah, it's it's everywhere now because because earth is massively polluted you know so we really have to go out of our way to to get cleaner sources of water you know like going to the to the stream and getting food that hasn't been you know genetically modified or it's not from really bad supermarkets you know where for example when they ship um like bananas you know they spray them um so they get ripened on the way you know so there's a lot of you know pesticides and things like that um that you know this is quite common knowledge you know so we we try to get organic as much as we can you know but then there's also the herbs that you take which is a concentrated form so if you think about diet it's it's like a general thing um for sustainability um, so this one I'll get on to. Um, so diet is quite, you know, a basic thing that sustains us in the long run. Um, but then when we think about treating ourselves for something, you know, so we have the herbs like um, adaptogens or, you know, different supplements that we take. It's better to take remedies than supplements, you know, because supplements is kind of like, um, you know, we think that we need a certain vitamin but maybe we don't actually and it just makes our body work harder um in order to get rid of it you know so um once we have those substances in in concentrated form that's also very it's it's vital that we have them from clean sources as well so if you if you're having if you're getting any supplements you know make sure it's not from the pharmacy that is, you know, selling you medication, you know, and I I, I, I don't even want to, you know, call it that, but that's what it's called these days. Um, that's full of, you know, fillers and, and all different kinds of additions that are just not necessary to the body and and quite harmful, actually. Um, so things then also stress. You know, stress is a huge toxin on the body, because the way you know when we're we're stressed, our cortisol rises, then we have all the different um, ailments associated with it. Primarily, cardiovascular health. Um, in Chinese medicine, we say that it's um, all about the liver. You know, stress and anger and all of these um, that the vibration of the emotion. Um, and then you know that also affects our immunity and the way we think the way the way we relate to the world so um yeah, I mean there there are many, many different sources, like for example, other things we don't necessarily think about are things that we don't necessarily ingest, so maybe household toxins, household chemicals, maybe things that we use or you know, if someone comes to clean our house are we, or we clean the house ourselves, are we using um, bleachers and stuff like that? Or can we just use baking soda and vinegar and, and go natural about it? You know, and then toothpaste. I know a lot of people come um, to my attention recently, but a lot of people don't paste really out of their mouth. They just leave it in the mouth to make their mouth smell fresh and I was so surprised I couldn't believe it because for me it was always you know just getting rid of anything that you know is unnatural and and getting rid of any smells and and um you know if you have toothpaste with fluoride you're again swallowing all of that and then loading your system with fluoride which is actually a toxin you know so there's a lot, of, a lot of things that, you know, we need to be mindful of in the quest to make our life simpler and, and to make our body healthy and to become more vital, you know, to be happy essentially. But um, regarding the picture that you just had up uh, just a moment ago, um, this is – I've posted a blog post about adaptogens, but this is just um, – a table that I I got up on the internet that I I really like. So this basically, um, adaptions are plants that help our body cope with stress. So for example, you know, it's inevitable that we're gonna encounter stress, whether it's, you know, emotional or physical in life, but we have different means to cope with it. So one of them is like breathing and meditation and coming to our center. And calming down but there's also physical things that we can also do for it so apart from exercise we can also ingest things so um, we have herbs like ginseng and ashwagandha and cordyceps even goji berries and adaptions these these herbs all basically help us cope with stress better so um, they're really good for increasing immunity for prolonging life um, for protecting DNA so you know our DNA gets damaged as we get older so our telomeres get shortened so um that's when you see a lot of you know decline uh physical decline as well as cognitive decline so just incorporating these herbs and um berries into our daily life is so easy like right now I'm drinking green tea with holy basil and fireweed so I'm energizing myself but then I'm also kind of like balancing the effect and supporting my system along the way. So, you have all of these different herbs that, you know, are delicious as well, like goji berries, for example, putting that into your porridge um, or ashwagandha is actually really great for um, balancing circadian rhythms. You have turmeric, which you can add into food very easily, you know, in different cultures. Use different adaptions. It really, they're they're very accessible. It just depends on where you are. So yeah, okay. I would definitely look into right. that.
0: I get berries and I get the gauge berries, blueberries, cranberries, and I, mm-hmm. I uh, I've learnt I need and chia seeds and LSA, but I've learnt when they're all dried, mm-hmm. and I I placed them in my my, my breakfast bowl, I found later on that I seem to get um, pains in the, in the gut somewhere along the line. And then I realized that I need to go and um, rehydrate them before actually... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I've actually put them in a container and then you get some um, you know, water in there and just sort of hydrate them before mm-hmm. and then a couple of days before... I mean, uh, consume them but um they're
2: pretty careful.
1: Exactly. Rinsing them yeah. yeah.
2: And and even you know, you talk about you talk about berries. I mean everything comes down to going back to nature, you know, going back to how it originally was. So the goji berries, they were not dry, you know, we get them in dried form. Um also uh, with soaking, you know, if you add, for example, nuts or seeds into, into your food, like into your porridge or your smoothies, um, they're amazing for and a great source of protein, but they also have, have anti-nutrients. So uh, they have just different, many, many different um, substances in them that need to be soaked out. So um, if you soak the nuts overnight, and the seeds, they become more bioavailable, so you can actually absorb more nutrients from them, and then the out the anti-nutrients out of them, so your body is just coping easier with them, you know. And they're actually more delicious that way.
0: So, what do you do? You take the the, uh, the fluid that come that they've been sitting in, or are you just drain that off?
2: Pardon?
0: If, so if you wash your, you wash your, um, your nuts and all this stuff, do you and you might soak them in overnight or something? Do you still uh, do you drain off that fluid, or you can you drink that fluid?
2: No, 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 no. Fluid does not contain all the anti-nutrients. So, um, for example, if you soak walnuts, they're the most um, visually. Um, dirty nuts that you have so um if you just soak them in water an hour even half an hour you'll see uh, there's going to be a brown color there's going to be like things on the top floating um on the water so you definitely like your intuition will tell you don't drink that um and actually it will taste quite bitter you know so um the water takes out all the bitterness out of the nuts as well And if you soak almonds, for example, they become really beautiful and big and you can see like, you know, the vessels in them and stuff. And it's just so much easier on your, you know, because nuts are quite hard to digest. You know, there's um, a whole boom that's been happening with veganism and and being vegetarian, you know, and uh, those people tend to eat a lot of nuts um, and seeds as a source of protein um, but actually they're not very easy to digest you know so um, there was a girl who you know she was she was very radiant she was beautiful she was a yogi you know and um, she was always glowing and then she went vegan and so her diet changed massively and she started getting all kinds of health program, um, programs <laughs> problems you know, and and she was not looking as vital as she was. Um, so it's very important to to really understand what you're doing with the body. You know, like um, experiments with diets and stuff like that. It's it's very interest. It's rewarding in in a big way, but sometimes you can really damage your body with these experiments. So so it's always better to consult a physician before you embark on something radical like that.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually just wondering, Ray, because, yeah. uh, you know, with all these things that are bad for the body, when somebody comes to you as a client, how, how do you actually work out what it is that they're missing or having too much of?
2: Just mm. pretend. To- so right.
1: I... <laughs> Pardon? Just pretend I don't know anything about Chinese medicine. Right,
2: exactly. So it all goes back to Chinese medicine. So um, for me, that is the basis. You know, I I've been practicing Chinese medicine since two thousand thirteen, and it's always been like my my base of assessment. Um, but through the years, um, a lot of that you know come into my awareness so um with Chinese medicine you have quite a lengthy consultation um where you basically scan the whole body and and you go through all, all the different systems and and see what's happening there um and then also uh you have to kind of bear in mind the energetic body as well so I've been studying yoga and you know chakras and all of that and psychology and just getting into those aspects of the of the psyche as well and then um more recently i've uh incorporated biofeedback machines into my practice as well so it gives you like a more tangible kind of physical um Visualization of what is actually happening in your body to what level um, your organs are functioning or under-functioning. You know what is actually happening with the system. So, so it's a very comprehensive. It's it's a very um, holistic outlook that I like to advocate for. You know, all my clients and and all my friends and and just everybody. You know, in general, because a lot of the time we go to a specialist and and the specialist is a specialist in something which is amazing you know there are so many amazing people who who are great at you know what they do um but we also have to realize our limits like all all the therapists have that but it's just knowing where to direct um your clients and and having the whole picture of what is happening rather than you know going to a gp and then getting some kind of antibiotics for something that is actually a systemic problem, you know not manifestation, not just a symptom you know so so it's more about more about healing the whole person and, and getting to the root cause than kind of treating the symptom. You know it's all all in line with the way the Chinese medicine um, has operated for, for centuries, you know. But it's amazing to have all these different gadgets and technologies now um, that we can use as well to to really assess and and to treat people.
1: Yeah, we've been excited. One of um, Jeffrey's friends Mm -hmm. is an Austrian and he had this Russian software and you go in and it takes the heart rate variability and then you have all these different charts of Mm -hmm. information, including fractals and what your meridians are doing and has got a spectrometer as well, so I think we're, we're health-wise we're actually in a breakthrough. I sort of see that you know just like the internet brought computer and information to to homes, so I think on the medical side, you know, in terms of the analyticals, an, an, analyticals, that is actually being given to the people and the therapists now. It's not you know in the just contained in the hospitals anymore. Mike Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Staudacher, who's not Austrian, but it's this Russian software. And um yeah, the Austrian friends also use a lot of Russian. The Russians are at the forefront.
2: Um yeah, absolutely.
1: And the theme of-
2: there as well as yeah. So I'm
1: gonna
2: say
1: sorry I oh, I was just saying a lot of it came out of sending astronauts to space oh. <laughs> to keep them Keep them whole. World <laughs> I think that's where all the stuff came out from.
0: Candlelight hey, mm. yoga. That's What's the story there.
2: Ah, love of my life. Um, that was the beginning of everything, actually. Um, as a teenager, I was very naughty. You know, I I lived a completely different lifestyle to to the one I live now, and and a very different understanding. You know, and um, I discovered kundalini yoga at the gym, you know, which was very unintentional. You know, I just randomly went into the class and um, I actually went with my mum, and we started going, and we had this amazing teacher who was, you know, very um motivating and we learned so much about just you know yoga also spirituality and then feeling good and feeling vital and vibrant and energetic um and that's you know where the journey started so that's that was basically the first step and then I went more into holistic medicine and Ayurveda and then Chinese medicine and then you know the rest of it but Kundalini yoga is actually amazing, you know, it um information about it. Um, but at the bottom of it, the methods utilized there are are very diverse. And you know, we use we use sound, we use mantra, we use um focus points, we use visualization. Uh we meditate in a in a way, so basically the meditation And Kundalini can take place in a yoga posture or um, in, you know, different postures. I remember there was one class where we had to sit like this. So the hand, one hand was there and the other hand was there. And we had to sit like that for 11 minutes. So imagine me as a teenager sitting there and it was just the hardest thing, you know. Like in, in adulthood, we, we learn to endure hardship. As teenagers, we just don't have that capacity. And um, it was very um, powerful in, in teaching me endurance. You know, just that one example. But Kundalini Yoga is all about endurance and, and all about integrating all the... All the um, abilities that we have to use the body you know movement sound breath focus and then combining that with chinese medicine has been just abuse because both of these i mean kundalini yoga is more um you know associated with ayurveda whereas tcm it's like they they have a lot of correlations but they're not the same system but just seeing how that all integrates and and playing with it and and assessing the body from from a holistic perspective and then you know it's not just physical things you know that you can do with the people but you can also them and you can see which maybe center is unbalanced and and for example if you have the solar plexus which is unbalanced you know maybe you're Struggling to go for what you want in life, and you have maybe digestive issues as well. You know, um, so all those things really co- correlate. All those systems—they're—they—they're they, they're different, but they all come into the same hole. You know, so it's—it's it's very fascinating to just play with with Kundalini yoga and and Chinese medicine and everything together to see the beauty that it can
1: deliver. Have you tried Kundalini? <laughs> Initially I was going, oh, but men can't do it. And now I'm going, oh, yeah, men can do it. <laughs> so, Jeff, have you done Kundalini yoga? Have you tried it out? No, I did no? like You did Hatha, yeah, I like Hatha. But I'm actually quite curious about this 11 minutes because, you know, mm-hmm. in the Bible, you know, poor old Moses has to hold up the commandments. and <laughs> It's obviously not just a test of whether the. You know, it's just He's it's probably just raising the chi, actually, or raising the fire, And, the mm-hmm. but- and actually,
2: qigong as well. I um, I don't, I don't know why um, it's been uh, such a long time that it took to arrive into my life. So um, kundalini yoga was the first thing, and I just kind of continued with it, and and was rolling with it, and then. Um quite recently I, you know, I tried Qigong, but I never I never really got super into it. And then I did some classes with you in Vietnam, Julia, which were phenomenal, you know, just feel it, feel. I was like, where has this been my whole life? You know, and it's it's been it's been amazing. But um, I'm sure Jeff has tried um qigong right with you yeah. can you admit <laughs> uh, it's
0: sunday morning so um yeah so they uh, they got this lady in front of me and she started doing the moves and i just shut my eyes the next second, boom i was gone you know like and they just let me go and um i was just i was just there you know like your body seems to know what it's got to do you know and then all of a sudden you find yourself doing figure eights and then you find yourself down on the on the floor and you're doing stretch movements and like oh, you got to let go haven't
1: you? yeah it it is actually for me as well it was mm-hmm. the first, I just walked past it and it's just when I did it the first time it was just it just felt so natural like like you said it's just you know maybe in another lifetime or maybe in another dimension we do it naturally so it it was actually more like a you know homecoming in terms of movement
0: definitely okay, okay. Hey, um, I'm
2: going
0: to make this public it, announcement. It, it's a natural awareness of the body. I'll make this public announcement. I, um, I got invited to go dancing. Yeah, It's not a male activity here in Australia, but three months ago I was asked to go dancing. I'll tell you what, I've actually fallen in love with it. It's fantastic. It's like brain gymnastics, you know, and you've got to integrate the right brain, left brain, got to think through the moves and... It's your body posture and then you got the, the female in front of you and your the energies and the, all moving through your body and of course we've got you on tonight to talk about relationships. So you know relationships and dance or relationships and Kundalini yoga or relationships with computers. I mean might be a good time to talk about relationships now.
1: Yeah we've only got 15 minutes. Great what do you want to say about relationships <laughs> and <girls>. health <laughs> um it's, you know, mostly it's
2: just a relationship with ourselves that is the foundation of everything, you know. So are we, Wait, you oh, know, listening not, to ourselves? Say that again. Say that again.
1: <laughs> just, just backtrack. Say that again, please, Ray Yeah, you know, just,
2: just listening to ourselves and um, being in tune, you know, and that's why meditation is, you know, you know for, for everybody, I think, who's, who's on this path, just taking the time to dedicate just, you know, even if it's five minutes in the morning, if you don't have time, just to yourself to, to really recalibrate the mind and to tune in with what you need, you know, just being nice to yourself, you know, just a little time to
1: I love whatever it-,
2: it is. You know, there, there are so many different methods.
1: It's just so fundamental. So to be in, in a good relationship, you have to be in a relationship with yourself first. Be gentle to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. Yeah. yeah. Be and
2: actually I read.
1: So,
2: yeah. I just I like finished a book by Philip Perry. Um, he was talking about, basically the whole book is about relationships, but um, it's called something like, um the book that you wish your parents read, and your children will be glad you did. And uh, wow, it was just so profound because, you know, with with meditation, what we're doing is we're basically recalibrating the mind, but we're also subconscious. And you know, ninety five percent of what is happening in life, what you know, our actions are from the subconscious. You know, so going back to our childhood relationships, going back to the way we we see the world back in the day um, is actually reflective of how we see the world now and how we relate to our partners, to our children, to, you know, everyone around us. So, for example, if, you know, our child or maybe our partner annoys us for some particular reason, maybe... There was something in your childhood that um, was overlooked that wasn't addressed so for example um, let's say your child crying is really annoying you and you just you know want to ignore them or, or whatever your coping mechanism is that could signify that maybe your parents ignored you at that point so it's basically just a way for you to shut down and to not address the actual you know what happened it's it's a way to run away from our feelings um so in summary uh according to to philippa perry um she has four great tips for correct yeah so one is the ability to tolerate frustration you know it's a practice and i think in order to tolerate we have to be really at peace with ourselves and and be able to remain in our centre no matter what happens in life and um, the second ability so being able to not attach too much to the outcome you know not attach too much to our perception but be okay if you know something else happens and, and see it as a way of perhaps better things coming along you know we We often get really attached to, you know, different things in life, you know, people or situations or homes and things like that. But when they change, like, for example, my relationships in my life, um, in the course of my life, have only got better, you know, better and better and better and better. And it's just the same with everything, you know, where if we're true, ourselves if we're listening to ourselves we just you know make our life better so it's just that flexibility to be open to you to new possibilities and also the fourth the third one is problem solving and for that you have to have a cool head right and the one is empathy so being able to see things from another person's perspective so you know, we can we can sometimes get caught up in feeling right or wanting to be right, but actually there is no such thing, you know. And, you know, as adults we as we're enough, we start to care less and less about what people think about us. Essentially it all comes down to to, you know, being aware that everyone has their own perspective and everyone is right in their own right. Just being able to accept life as it is and just let it flow and just see what happens.
1: <laughs> it's so simple but so true, isn't
2: it? Mm. What about
0: projections? Yeah, I mean,
2: we, we know what we need. Our body knows what we need. If we just listen to, you know, our body crying out when, when we eat something, you know, or when we spend time with a certain person, it's all about, being true it's all about truth and truth eventually comes to light you know just whether we allow it or we suppress it you know and just being able to sit there with the truth and and to face whatever it is that we have to face it just accelerates the process of our evolution you know of simplifying of making everything just easier and then happier you know even
1: even when the truth is not I used to think the truth is always beautiful, but I've realised sometimes it's really, really ugly. But you have to be prepared mm-hmm. for that as well. So you do have um, yeah. uh, Ivan Escobar Azuara saying regards from Saudi Arabia, and Ruth Faith Wanjiku saying an awesome talk. There you go.
2: Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Yeah, Jeff's talking about the Gary Chapman's five language, five love languages. Have you heard about that?
2: Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, it's quite hard to recognise actually because of the, when I initially became aware of it, but I have all five. You know, they're all very important, but eventually, I think you just just like with that in life you know everything everything comes in layers you know what what do you what do you want to say about that
1: jeff me
0: yeah oh honestly uh mine's quality time you know like um what we're doing right now it's quality time for me just um exploring like star trek the bowl you go where no one's gone before you know your five-year mission you know so seeking new information seeking and bringing that to the um to the human psyche you know, I, I enjoy that so this this to me is quality time i like quality time for myself and just my own thoughts um i do have a quality time with my my, my mates you know having that quality time. so everything's sort of fragmentized and compartmentized with all these different aspects of quality time and then to me that's that sums me up
1: yeah. well, I guess it's recognising that there's different um, parts to your psyche and that they all um, that they all need that they all deserve expression and impressions yeah
0: well when you're with that but like, wherever you're with you know you give 110% so um, yeah, of course then you just exactly travel. we like to move on so but, yeah, it's, to me it's quality time so what's yours? service?
1: Or... Me. Mm. Yeah, acts of service, uh quality time, not quantity, uh affection. Very big on the touch. on the body language, yeah, the touch. <laughs>
0: Tom, you're listening? Tom,
1: <laughs> Tom is... you're listening, Tom. <laughs> Tom is listening and he had a question for you, Ray. <laughs> not many people do much know much about your country, Lithuania. But he's saying, yeah, due to the long winters and cold, as you know, are you like, are you like the Russians? Do you really think a lot about the meaning of life? Make a lot of great music, and have introspective skills, which is what <laughs> I don't know, like levitating or playing chess on 15 boards at the same time. What, what are the Lithuanians <laughs> really good at? Weightlifting. Weightlifting. <laughs> are the Lithuanians um, only good at weightlifting, or can they do other things that we don't know about that they're really good at? Too, I think, what? Sailing, too. sailing? I don't Gosh, know. the What is is famous for? Um, um, see,
2: we only have 100 kilometers of um, of uh, so of the coast, so it's not that much. Whereas you know, our neighboring countries have like 800, and then Estonia has like lots of islands, you know, which is super beautiful. So we don't really have. Much of a sea um, culture, especially like the weather, um, that friendly, you know, um, for for the majority of the year. So, so yeah, we definitely do a lot of like introspective um, things, you know. It it just depends on on the people, you know. There's a lot of different kinds of people have different interests, you know, since so people, um, you know, like to drink alcohol, you know, so Russians are very famous for that, but I don't know if they drink more than Lithuanians. Um, <laughs> but then we also have all these, you know, but we also have, you know, the, the more um, cultural things, you know, like um, before, now it's quarantine here, so before quarantine, I joined um, a really amazing. of um, What do they call it in English? I'm not really sure. It's like um, it's singing in um, in groups. So it's basically, for example, if we were singing in a group, let's say I had three people with me, Julia and Jeff. You each had three people with you, and then we would um, we would drink. <laughs> We would sing, um, let's say, do you know Frere Jacques?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Sing rounds. Frere
2: Jacques.
1: Polyphonics, is what you're talking about. Yeah.
2: Polyphonics, that's it. So we, we have that, um, well, we used to have that as a as a major thing of our culture back in the day, but now, you know, folk things are dying out, and there's a lady who's really amazing. Um, and she's reviving this whole culture. So it was just very powerful to be there and and to observe the effects of of, um, polyphonics and what singing and and holding your own voice, how powerful that is, you know, because if you're singing in a group, you have to be very mindful about your own voice and, and being very in tune with yourself and coming from your own power, and you know, in the beginning it takes some time and then eventually you start hearing the other people around you, you know, and it, it becomes a whole sound, a whole symphony, and it's so beautiful. So there's that, there's, you know, we, we go dancing, there's actually a lot of things going on. Like when I remember my life in London, it was it wasn't as active as it is here. Like maybe it was because of studying. Um, but there's just so many things to do we we go to nature a lot we move a lot um but yeah nature is like the main thing as well you know for me at least I love to go to the forest I love to go to the lake I love going for walks I love to exercise you know meditate I love my house I love my family you know so it's just we spend a lot of time indoors as well because you know you you can't really spend that much time outside when it's you know, minus ten or twenty. So we're very innovative, you know. I think I think cold weather makes you quite um quite sharp, you know, (laughs) because you have to be very um yeah, introspective, go deep.
0: Is it you know it's like
2: darkness, you Is it Celsius or Fahrenheit when you
0: talk about the temperature?
1: Celsius. Celsius. Yeah, Celsius. Celsius, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, minus twenty is like your feet are sticking to the ice, and you can't stand on it for more than ten minutes because it's starting to burn mm-hmm. and hurt with normal shoes. Not yeah, you, exactly. I right?
0: tell you what. What we talked about there, I mean, it, it, it might have felt if anybody was listening, we've gone off topic, but we haven't really because we're talking about relationships here when we're talking about the relationship with yourself but the dynamics of other people in terms of mental health isn't it and so one of those mental health issues is really what's your passion and if you follow your passion you know you, you can really uplift your own um, your whole body don't you
2: exactly yeah mm.
0: it trigger off endorphins or what does it do a passion like
1: that. Oh, well, you're the one who's, who's declared your passion <laughs> for dancing. So Jeff, yeah. oh, <laughs> you tell us which organs of yours are getting really excited when you think about dancing.
0: Well, Integrating right brain, left brain, front and back. I mean, NLP is all about that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think dancing yeah. is more fun than NLP. I mean, it's a balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's, you know, just,
2: all the different ways that we can use um, to stay in our sanity, you know, whether it's, you know, diet, not exciting, system with unnecessary, you know, substances like processed foods and sugar and all of those things that doesn't don't make us feel luxurious and, and, and beautiful and vital and energetic, you know. Um, maybe fasting times, you know, that's very grounding as well. Um, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's qigong, maybe it's just breathing, maybe it's talking to somebody. So it's it's all very, very relative, you know, to your situation. But unless you listen to yourself, you're never going to know what it
1: is that your body is asking you to do. I agree with that. You? Perfect. So we've got Rasa, uh really resonating with what you just said there so ray if if listeners now and in the future want to get in touch with you what's the best way for them to do that um so you have my facebook
2: which is i believe linked in the talk here um and then you have my website as well if you want to keep up with things that i'm working on and um i share a lot of the things that work for me you know the practices the herbs the recipes and things like that i'll be i'll be posting a lot more and um, transitioning into video content as well so you can check out my website standinhouse.com um and yeah just uh, if you if you have any questions or anything just shoot me a message on facebook
1: i've got the facebook
0: sign
1: yeah sorry Jeff saying we don't have your facebook uh, facebook handle
2: uh, so you can just find Ray, ray Katz to so facebook.com site
1: beautiful well ray thank you very, so much for joining us today and um just even just dropping that gem that it is possible to feel luxurious vibrant <laughs> and it piece and you know that just beautiful That's gem about
2: true.
1: being in relationship with self i just love that and uh you know the other gems we got from jeff you know singing the breathing exercises singing your name and um understanding the adaptogens that are available in the herbal kingdom to help us with support stress so thank you very much ray and thank you dear listeners for joining us next week same time, we are going to be having Damon James join us. Damon James is very interesting. He is um, an organiser of an Australian CE5 group, which is Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, I think along the Stephen Greer Protocol. So if you're interested in um, extraterrestrial life forms or our space brothers, do join us next Thursday evening. And for tonight, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us again, Ray. Jeff, thanks thank for hosting us. Thank you, thank you guys so much. It was such. Oh, hey,
2: there
0: you go. So, thank you very much.